Welcome to the Thelcom Podcast. Now, here's a question for you. Who doesn't want to live a great life? Surely we all want to live a wonderful life. And this podcast is all about the ingredients for a great life. We'll be sharing the detail of tools, tactics, techniques, mindsets that you can consider and adopt if you like them to create your own great life. We'll be interviewing kind-hearted people who want to share their ideas, their stories and their methods with you. You are listening to the Falcon Podcast and your host is David Lilly. How important are physical possessions in your life? Do they really make you profoundly happier? Do they make enough of a difference to justify the constant pursuit and the gathering of money needed to purchase them? No one would question that in the western part of the world we live in a very materialistic and often superficial way. This podcast examines the subject of materialism versus minimalism and looks to conclude which mindset is best and why. Are we happier with more or less possessions? Now across the history of mankind the human race has evolved dramatically. From the prehistoric days when our sole focus was ensuring we had the most basic shelter and we were able to find enough food to eat and survive, to the scenario we see now where so many people focus on abundance. This often includes an infatuation with material possessions that totally drive the way some human beings live. It's fair to say that the only focus of some people is how they're going to find the money to buy what they've perceived to be an amazing car, a stunning home, the hugely expensive wristwatch, the eye-catching clothes, the designer bag with a ludicrous price tag, and the various other branded items that some people regard as symbols of status, or they see them as critical life improvement devices. As I've pondered my own attitudes towards the question of materialism versus minimalism, in recent months, I've read a number of books on the subject. I've also watched YouTube videos, and I've become fascinated by a hobby known as bushcraft. Now, bushcraft is when a man or a woman goes into the woods or the wilderness and sets up a camp to live for one, two, or three days, sometimes even a week or more. In many instances, these people take only a dozen or so items to support their survival. The items usually include a rucksack, a knife, an axe, a saw, fire-starting materials, fishing equipment, of course a sleeping bag, and some sort of sheeting or tent to make a shelter from. It's common that people use tarpaulin. So bushcrafters, let's call them, then film their experience of building camps, creating fires, and catching and cooking food. As I watch some of these videos on YouTube, my mind floats back to how life would have been thousands of years ago, a time when people had no choice but to be infatuated with the basics of survival and not the pursuit of material possessions or status symbols. As I watch these sorts of videos, I observe just how much pleasure the bushcrafters take from the simple pleasures of cooking a tasty meal on an open fire, listening to the birdsong, watching the wildlife, enjoying the sound of the wind through the trees, bathing in pure waters and lakes, rivers and waterfalls, and in the sea, watching the sunrise or set, or ensuring they can take refuge from the cold and the snow 
Lots of people go out there and prove that they're able to survive with just a few items in the freezing cold. Now, some bushcrafters are incredibly talented at making impressive log cabin shelters, tables, beds to sleep on, and designing their camps to be safe and comfortable. I've seen bushcrafters take immense joy and satisfaction from creating these chairs, beds, tables, cooking instruments, baskets to carry things, spoons to eat, and they do it all from trees, rocks, and other natural resources. If you haven't watched any bushcrafting on YouTube, then you might want to do that. The likes of Joe Robinhead, for example. Fascinating to see what they do. As I've watched these adventures, my own mind has wondered to how humans would be able to survive and live happily with just the most basic of survival tools and knowledge. At the same time as watching these videos, I've noted how the likes of the late Mother Teresa went through her life with less than 10 possessions. And these items were typically made up from two sets of clothes, shoes, usually she wore leather sandals, a Bible and a cloth bag to carry her few possessions around with her as she travelled the world. When I watch and read this sort of material, it forces me to look at my own life and my own attitudes towards materialism. Now, I won't deny that as a lover of technology, I've got way too many gadgets, possessions, floating and scattered around my home and some of my outbuildings and offices. Over the years, I've found it way too easy to see the marketing of a certain product and have convinced myself that I need that product. Of course, that's what good sales and marketing companies do. They convince you that you need that product, that the benefits are worth laying out the money. My own infatuations have revolved also around things like watches, pens, briefcases, luggage and stationery. I've allowed myself to buy way too many gadgets and items that have rarely, if ever, been used. Now, this is a crazy waste of money. And in recent months, I've begun the process of either giving away some of this stuff or selling some of the better items that I've never used and likely never will. Watching people live through the bushcraft experience and reading about Mother Teresa's minimal approach to life has gotten into my own mindset. When I went on my recent holiday in December to Tenerife, I made a list of the items that I felt were needed to take on my holiday. I crammed my case full of the 22 kilograms of stuff that I felt I would need on my three-week holiday. There was sometimes a triple backup provision for the likes of reading glasses, sunglasses. I took four or five pairs of each. Battery chargers to recharge my smartphone. There was four of them. Three or four sets of headphones. Now, these are just not good or healthy habits to get into. So this exercise forced me to look even deeper and to go through an exercise of the items a person really needs in their life to live an extremely comfortable and privileged life. Now, my list contains under 120 items. That's right, you heard it correctly. Under 120 items to live what I perceive to be a very comfortable and privileged life. And that list of 120 items includes literally everything that you would sensibly need to live an amazingly comfortable life. Now compare that number, 125 items to live a privileged and comfortable life, to the thousands of items that I possess. It's ridiculous, and I'm sure I'm one of literally millions of people who are just the same. Now nowadays there's a movement called minimalism. 
There's an interesting movie that covers this subject on Netflix, and if you do a Google search, you'll find an avalanche of blogs and articles on the subject, including the benefits that this minimalistic mindset for living can give you. There's a Facebook group called Minimalist Living. It's also full of good, supportive people who are prepared to give you advice as to why the minimalistic approach is better for you and will promote better happiness and less anxiety. The general message is this, only have the items in your life that you really need and you are going to use them definitely. Don't buy or dominate your living space with stuff that you really don't need and you won't use. I'm really not sure how the world has evolved to such a status where some people feel that their possessions are what define them, particularly people who focus on having to have that expensive brand and that these items represent their place in the world. But it's so true to say that people do present their possessions to define them. Now, even though we all know that deep down inside, our possessions really don't define us. They aren't the authentic us. Our core values and our behavior in life are what truly defines us. Now, I totally understand people wanting to have the items in their life that can provide convenience and comfort, devices that save and optimize the asset that truly carries the most value, and that is our precious time. So I can understand someone having a gadget to light their log burner quicker, or to open a can quicker, or a bottle of beer efficiently. These are things that save time, that over years and years and years, we'd spend a lot of that on if we didn't have time-saving devices, so I get that. But gathering possessions that you will never or rarely use and you don't need is actually just pure madness. And I guess over the years, that marks me as a little bit mad sometimes. So my mission over the course of the next year is I intend to commence and already have the process of decluttering and selling or giving away the items that I don't need. And I've already started that process. Some people special and close to me I've been giving items too. And as I do this, I will begin to only buy items that I need and that I will use, and importantly, that are of extremely good quality for their strength and durability, instead of some of the cheaper items that you can buy that easily break. Now, one such example is Toomey Luggage. Now, some of you may think that's extreme, because if you Google Toomey Luggage, spelt two T-U-M-I, you'll see that it's actually very expensive, but there is a reason for it. It's of the highest strength and quality, and second-hand pieces of Toomey command incredible prices and can last you a lifetime, literally. So that is the type of expenditure that is worth making, buying an item that's going to last forever that you're going to use. Now, onto the benefits of minimalism. There are many. Practitioners talk about being less stressed. They can find things around their home easier. They become better organized they don't waste their money so they have more of it and they can take comfort from knowing that their buying habits are not destroying the planet now this is a very important part can you pause for just a second and imagine the positive impact that we could all have if we took the attitude of only ever buying the items that we need and that we have some useful purpose for our planet would have nothing like the pollution issues that we have today. 
Just one example, we all are aware of the plastic that floats around in our seas. It's just pure crazy that we all buy so many bottles of plastic to access mineral water. You go into the supermarket and the aisle's full of different types of mineral water. I ask the question, why are we not encouraged just to buy one quality plastic or metal bottle that holds a litre, let's say, and we go into the shops in the supermarket and we fill it from a pure mineral water dispenser? Why aren't these devices existing in shops and supermarkets? On my holiday to Tenerife, there was six of these devices on the resort that we stayed at where you could actually fill your bottle, fill the plastic bottle that you'd bought again as opposed to going to the supermarket and buying another plastic bottle that then has to be disposed of. It's just pure crazy that these things aren't happening enough in today's world. So as I close this podcast, I ask you to consider the question of materialism versus minimalism. And does an abundance of possessions really make you feel happier? I suspect the answer is no. You've been listening to David Lilly. I am the creator of The Felcom Formula and the author of the up-and-coming book and film called The Ingredients for a Great Life. If you've enjoyed this podcast, I would be really immensely grateful if you could think of three, four or five people you might want to share it with. And if you've especially enjoyed it, then why not give me a positive review? That does help ensure that more people will get to hear podcasts from Falcon. Sunday the 3rd of February today here in the UK it's a frosty morning but it's been a beautiful sunset I'm going to go out and enjoy the day and I hope whatever you're doing today and this week is wonderful for you thank you for taking time to listen